Hello and welcome to the SEC Basketball Fevercast Season 2 Finale. I'm your host, Carter Michaels. With me as always, it's William Wallace. William, are you ready for this season to end? I'm not ready. Like, can you believe that it's already been an entire basketball season? Feels like no. just yesterday, Missouri was playing, like, Central Arkansas or something. <laughs> and now here we are. Starry-eyed. Mm. Teams were losing to Chattanooga left and right. I mean, man, look at how far we come. Yeah, that that's a, actually not a, not a bad point. Things ended a little bit better than they began. Yeah, uh, speaking of beginning on sour notes, uh, for the season <laughs> finale, we're going to talk about, from the beginning, our preseason predictions. Kind of go through oh those and, and review. Uh, if you if you if you followed along, you probably realized that we did really terrible at these. So um, I guess I guess we'll start with you, William. I'll I'll let you go first. Yeah, because you know, I'm a gentleman. That. Um, prediction number one was Cullen Neal will average twenty points per game or more. Uh, so just like as a spoiler here. Uh, only one player averaged more than 20 points per game, and it was not Cullen Neal. It was Cindarius Thornwell. Uh, how many points per game did Cullen Neal average? Was it two? No, it was it was 9.4. So you were you were 10.6 away. Dang it. That's not that bad. <laughs> All right. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cullen Neal did not average. So zero points on that one, William. I, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, prediction number two: Auburn's Mustafa Heron will be one and done to the NBA draft. Uh, I guess mm. this one could like still happen. I don't remember when the exact actual like deadline is. It seems like it hasn't passed yet, uh, but I don't think he's gonna. There there were rumors recently. Yeah, I, I think it may have been an April Fool's joke of some kind. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, but. I, I don't think he's going to the NBA draft this year. Although he did have a good season. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, all SEC freshmen. That's pretty solid. But not solid enough to be ready for the NBA primetime. Sorry, Mustafa. Uh, zero points for William. Uh, and finally, uh, William's third prediction. Missouri will not win an SEC game. Uh. Boy, how wrong that was. Because they won... Not only did they win one, they won. They won. They two. wanted to just really make me look stupid. I mean, they won two, and then they won an SEC tournament game, even. Yeah. So, I uh, yeah. I mean, you just over three zero points for William the entire year. Listen, it's hard <laughs> to ju- it's hard to just make predictions out of the blue about literally anything, which is what you, you could have you could have picked literally anything that happened. A lot of things happened. I didn't know it was going to happen. That's why it's called a prediction. Well, okay. Clearly, we are experts on this podcast. Uh, so now let's move on to my predictions. My golden, sweet, beautiful predictions. Or something like that. Uh, prediction one, at least one double-digit seed will make the SEC tournament semifinals. This did not happen. I was pretty sure about this mm. one. Because this has happened for, like, several times recently. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Texas A&M, Auburn... Mississippi State, LSU, Missouri, none of those teams made it to Saturday. Sad times. Um, 
So zero points for that one. Now here's here's an interesting one. At least two teams that get double buys in the SEC tournament will not go to the NCAA tournament. And at least one that does not get a double buy will go. So, I, I got half of this one. Because Vanderbilt made the NCAA tournament, as, and they were a seven seed. Mm-hmm. So, but all four teams that got double buys did make the NCAA tournament. Yay. So I, I get, I, I'm going to give myself a half point on this one. Oh, you're going to just gonna, I'm gonna gonna, go ahead and give yourself half a point. Well, yeah, that's why you construct your predictions in such a way you can get these half points. Okay. You got to keep up. I feel up. like I'm part of a rigged system. You got to keep up here. <laughs> so one half point goes to me. Uh, finally, the most disappointing prediction. Number three, either Avery Johnson or Bruce Pearl will get ejected during one of the Auburn-Alabama games this season. That didn't happen, which is I'm, I'm really sad about. Either way, yeah. that would have been just fantastic. <laughs> there, um, did Bruce get a technical in one of those? I, don't, I, don't uh, I think even, he may have. I don't even know. I don't remember if there even was a technical in those games, one way or the other. He, Bruce got a lot of technicals, but I don't know if it was in that game. Mm-hmm. But no ejections by the for the coaches or players even so, no points. Uh, it just leaves us to a final score of me point five, William zero, a shutout. My, a shutout. My, That's one way to put it. My stifling uh, prediction defense there. Yeah. Um, so obviously I'm the winner. Um, which which in that case I'm gonna I'm gonna use going into our, our next little game. As the winner, I get to pick first in this. Okay. So, sorry about it, William. Hmm. Uh, so what we're going to do here, we're, we're actually, this is a new thing. We, we didn't do it last year. We're going to pick a, a each of our own, I should say, third team SEC teams. You know, we get first and second team, all these awards and stuff at the end of the year. And we could do that, but that would be boring. I mean, they've already like the AP does it, the coaches do it. I mean, you get enough of those. Every every like SEC blogger in the world does it. So we're we're gonna do a third team, and what this means is our SEC third team is gonna function a little bit differently than you expect. Um, we're not gonna pick like three hundred players like they do for each of these teams. Uh, we're we're only gonna pick five each. So like I'll have Carter's third team and Williams third team. They'll be so two separate teams. Five players, so that's how many players play basketball at one time. Uh, and the the rule is, none of the players that we pick can have been picked for any of the like you know postseason awards. So first team, second team, all freshman, all defensive, and uh, like player of the year, scholar athlete of the year, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so and just so we don't get any complaints, like oh you didn't pick our player and he was only second team or all freshmen but he wasn't second team I'm going to list every single player that we can't pick before we start here we go <laughs> Kevon Allen JJ Frazier Yante Maiden De'Aaron Fox Malik Monk Sebastian Saiz Sundarius Thornwell Luke Cornett Moses Kingsley Casey Hill Bam Adebayo Antonio Blakeney Quindary Witherspoon Robert Hubs III Tyler Davis Robert Williams Braxton Key Mustafa Heron um did we already say Bam out of bio? Yeah, we did. Uh, Lamar Peters, Grant Williams, and then Kenyon Berry. Can't pick any of those players. So, huh. I hope you got that. I hope you wrote that down when you listen to this. 
Uh, so we're going to do this like in a draft format. Kind of, We're going to snake through it. So I'll get the first pick of the first round, and then William gets the second pick, and then the first pick of the next round. And we'll go that way, vice versa, through the, through the five rounds. So, And as, as we discussed before starting recording, <clears throat> I have no backup plan. So if you draft one of my players. Yeah. Someone didn't listen last trouble. week when I said we were going to draft these players, and he just picked five. So that's what I do in all drafts, <laughs> fantasy football. Just pick all of it. Pick I have no 10, backup plan. Pick however many players you need, and then just hope nobody picks them. That's yeah, that's a, a great way to start. Um, so without further ado, I'll start with the first pick of the inaugural SEC Basketball Fevercast third team draft. My first pick is Dusty Hannas of Ooh. Arkansas. Okay, uh, averaged fourteen point four points per game. Uh, just was a fantastic player for the Hogs. Um, really just, you know, could be streaky at times, but really led them to a lot of wins this season. Um, I liked watching him play. He deserved he deserved some recognition. So I'm going with Dusty Hannas for my pick. Okay. Uh, so with my first pick... Um... I uh, I went for a real a real ball handler, someone who was distributing the ball mm. to his team. Mm. Uh, there were I, I was stuck between two players for for this position, uh, but I went with IJ Reddy. Ooh, all right, IJ yes. Reddy, uh, the point guard. Go on ahead and get yes. your, getting your point guard in. Interesting. So out of Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good pick. So now now you get to pick another one because it's first pick and second round. Okay. We're basically going to pick two in a row from here on out. Yeah, all right. Fantastic. So uh, you stole Dusty Hannes from me, but I feel like that was a pretty obvious choice. Sure. Uh, luckily, Arkansas has two other really high-scoring guards to offer. Mm. Um, so I will go with Daryl Macon. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah, it was uh, – I feel like Hannes, Macon, and um, uh, Barford all were, were – Excellent, excellent shooting guards uh, this season. So, would all be great picks. So you got 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 a few guards uh, on your squad here. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. So, then with my pick, I get two picks here. Got to got to really be careful how I how I pick these. Oh boy. Hmm. Um. You know what? I'm gonna go with with a young guy who, you know, he he didn't have a great season last year. Had a lot of hype. Kind of didn't live up to it, but. Really, especially towards the end of the year, kind of finally came into his own, uh, and that that man is PJ Dozier mm. from South Carolina. If you didn't know, so a little little, a, little bit of Gamecocks love on on my squad here. Yeah, definitely uh, benefits from from volume shooting. Well, yeah, I would say Dusty Han is a PJ Dozier on the same team is uh, a lot of volume shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. So I get I get another pick now. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> you know what? I need a big man. And oh, no. where else to look for a big man than the biggest man down on the plains, Austin Wiley? <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy you picked him so that I wouldn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you can be the one that doesn't get yelled out on Twitter for being biased this week. Okay. Um, yeah, I got, got a barn on this one and pick pick Wiley. Need need me a, a good strong center, you know. 
he certainly is that. He's got some learning to do, but he's he's got the skill set. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, you know, don't, we all have learning to do. So yeah. who can who can blame him really? Okay, so my two picks now, right? <clears throat> okay, so I've got ready and I've got Macon. Um, ooh, yes, this is good. This is good. I've got you right where I want you. Oh no, I will take. I'm I'm almost I'm almost worried that I've uh, messed up here and picked someone who is on the list of people we're not allowed to pick. Um, first, first I'll take Mr. Chris Silva from South Carolina. Oh, that's a good that's a good good choice. Yeah, so he you know uh, it was a very important part of the team, um, starting down low for for South Carolina, but. Uh, had a fantastic postseason mm-hmm. um, in in both the SEC tournament and the uh, NCAA tournament. He did very well. Scored 13 points per game uh, per 40 minutes. He notched, or, you know, uh, his his rebounds per 40 minutes was 13. Also in the postseason, uh, really great numbers. Um, and averaged three offensive rebounds per game. So I was I was really impressed with him. I think he's a big reason that South Carolina went as far as they did in the NCAA tournament. Uh, so I'm happy to have him on my team. Okay. Uh, Who's pick number two here? Pick number two. Give me DeAndre Burnett. Mm, okay. No, that's a good. That's a good pick. Is, that, is he be... pickable? Okay. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just surprised. Okay. Yeah. Give me 16.7 points per game. Yeah. That's no, all I have to I say mean, about that. Yeah. That's a. Uh, he he definitely I think was on the cusp of of second team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one of those I was a little bit surprised didn't make it when I was reading the list today. Um, so now let's see. So my fourth pick. Oh, I got. I only got two picks left. This is this is it. Yep. Uh, got to really round mm, it out now. Let me. Yeah. So what do I have? I have a, a shooting guard. I have a like small forward. I guess. PJ Dozier. He's a forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the yeah. center. I guess I need another guard. And let's see. I need a point guard too, or I could just not draft a point guard, which I kind of want to do. A common common strategy. Well, you know, some teams some teams actually go with that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with a point guard. Uh, you know, get, we need we need some more Mizzou on this in, <gasps> on this podcast. My man, there isn't enough Mizzou, Mister Mister Terrence Phillips. Woo! Um, T Phil. You know, four point four assists per game on a team that doesn't score very well is pretty solid. Yep, I think he accounted for like half of their assists. Yeah, I mean, just inherently, I have you know how many field goals do they have per game? Like six. So yeah, um, yeah. So Missouri, I mean, we got we got we got some Missouri, we got some got some bottom four love on on our you know on our our third team SEC. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. So finally. Oh man, do do I want? Let's see. There's I got I've got two options that I'm mulling over. I don't want to don't want to give away who I'm thinking about. But I'm thinking about a guard or just another forward and just have a huge team. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna find. It. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do it. I I just I enjoyed watching this guy play all year. Uh, he's another big guy. My team is gonna be very good at rebounding. Uh, and you know blocking shots and stuff, but Derek Ogbede is my final pick. Uh, uh, played forward 
at Georgia. Um, really well-rounded player. Seven points per game, 7.6 rebounds per game. I mean, that's that's pretty beastly numbers for an inside man. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, only a sophomore. Still, I got I got a young team. I'm looking at it now. Like, this is this is this is a young squad. We'll go over it at the well, end. Though. Well, it is an all SEC team. I feel like it's only only fitting that <laughs> that's a very young team. That is very true. Um, so that's my final pick. Um, so William, last pick for your SEC third team. Oh wow! So the hmm. The world is my oyster. Mm-hmm. Any player you want, except for that long list I read and the ones you picked. Yeah, so maybe uh, not a household name, mm. um, but also also a forward, also an important big man for his team. Uh, notched a lot of rebounds, especially after the uh, the loss of Craig Victor. Mister mm-hmm. uh, Duop Reith. Is that my my final pick? Is that just the all name selection? Uh, he's also on the all name team. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, Mr. Duop. Wow, LSU. I really didn't think we'd get an LSU player in this. You know. Yeah. Anything can happen with these. Uh, nice. So let's let's go over our teams here. Um, my team, Carter's team, uh, Dusty Hannas, PJ Dozier, Austin Wiley, Terrence Phillips, Derek Ogbede, and then William's team. IJ Reddy, Daryl Macon, Chris Silva, DeAndre Burnett, Duop Reith. So, tweet at us. Let us know which team you think is better. Minor Williams. Yeah, who, who, who would win in a fight? Obviously my team. Because they just keep rebounding if they missed. I've got mm-hmm. a good little strategy here. Just let Dusty Hannes, PJ Dozier, you know, jack them up. And then Wiley and, and Ogbede just clean up on the boards. I mean, what do you have? Just yeah, really Wiley solid all-around players? A, that's Come a on. pretty... <laughs> Why do you need that? Yeah, I'm going for a more balanced scoring approach here. Well, you know. Um, so that's that's our uh, that's our all-SEC third team selection. Uh, yeah, that was, that was good. You know, some players didn't get picked. Uh, Johnny Boone, I'm surprised. Well, injury concerns, you know. Yeah, I guess. Uh, you know, feel bad for him. Matthew Fisher Davis didn't get picked either. Poor guy. That would have mm. been my that would have been my next pick. Just seeing so you know. sixth man. Just a little you know behind the scenes there. Uh, next up, let's see what we're we gonna do next. All right, yeah, we're we're gonna reminisce a little bit. You know, it was a fun season, a lot a lot of good times. Uh, we're going to go over our three favorite games from the year. Uh, you know, just go through and just pick. I'll let you go first, William, because uh, mm. you you have. You know, you, you seem to really, you really did your research on this one. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you start with your first favorite game. Okay. Um, oh boy. Let's see. First, I've got a lot of Kentucky on my list. Um, mm. Let's see. I'll, uh, I'll go with on February 18th, Kentucky squeaked one out against Georgia. 82 to 77. Uh, JJ Frazier basically almost upset Kentucky on his own. Uh, scored 36 points in that game. Um, probably set a record. I don't know. Didn't do the research that well. Um, but uh, came up short on the last shot of the game. Had a good look um, and and rimmed it out. Uh, and and Kentucky, I think, hit a, hit a couple free throws in the end to to run away with the the victory just barely um but 
I, I love this because it just enforces the myth that anytime Georgia plays Kentucky, it's going to be a close one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I hope that that continues. Uh, and and I, you know, I just really enjoy watching those two teams play. Yeah, and this was in rep, right? This is the right. I'm thinking the right one. Uh, yes. Okay. So, oh yeah, that was that was a really fun game to watch. Really, really intense. Like they just, I mean, they, you know, George JJ Frazier was a uh, was jawing with somebody there at the end. Mm-hmm. I think I think Briscoe, he and Briscoe yeah. were getting getting into it. And uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that was a pretty. Pretty pretty chippy game, but yeah, I, I mean, you know me, I love I love chippy games, so um, yeah, that's that's a good solid pick, fun game to watch there. Uh, my my first pick is I have several postseason games. I'm, I'm big on big on the postseason, mainly because it's fresh. But like, I, I really postseason was fun this year. Um, my my first game is the final score isn't as close as this actual game was. Um, Final score, Vanderbilt 72, Florida 62 in overtime in the SEC tournament in Nashville. Oh. Um, we were there for this one. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like, this game, I don't know, this game was like, it was weird. Uh, Vanderbilt was down and then came back. Uh, and then, yeah, Florida, Florida actually managed to fight back and tie it up in the final minute. Uh, yeah. They, well, they were down... Yeah, they were down eight at one point, and then came came back and tied it. Uh, and mm-hmm. then, oh, just like they, they had a chance to win there, and then in, in the last possession, and just couldn't couldn't score. And I think the whole arena expected, you know, one of those like referee intervenes and calls a foul, and they shoot free throws, and it was boring. But no, it was exciting, um, really exciting. Finish regulation overtime was sadly less exciting, but it was a really fun game. Like these, it was just two good teams. Vanderbilt's on the bubble; they needed a win bad, and they got it here. Uh, always enjoy watching those type of games, and yeah, I, I, I just this was a really fun game to watch live. Mm-hmm. So with my second pick, uh, let's see. I know what my last pick is going to be, but this middle slot, mm-hmm. I, had, I had a few different candidates. Okay. Um, c- could I go? Could I go with a non-conference game, or do we need yeah, to keep it no. in, the, in the family? I, I mean, it's got to involve an SEC team. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. So no, no, like, no, you know, no Big South games. Sorry. <laughs> oh okay. This is an uh, SEC all right. podcast. Let me think on my feet here. Okay, I've got a different one. Here we go. Uh, Kentucky on December seventeenth, way back when, mm. beat UNC. You might remember they played I it do. again. I do remember that. We're not going to talk about. The first one was better. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was way better. Kentucky beat UNC one hundred and three to one hundred. In regulation, uh, Justin Jackson for UNC scored 34 points in this game. Malik Monk, not to be outdone, scored 47 points. And he did set a record for scoring by a Kentucky freshman, mm-hmm. uh, which still stands to this day. I don't think he's. I don't think he broke it at any point in the season. <laughs> yeah, the long time ago, this record was set. And yeah, he, he, he tried really hard to break that record that he set, but he, he, I don't think he did it. Oh yeah, uh, that game. I mean, it was just this is was just nutso. That's why that's why I picked this mm-hmm. one. Yeah, uh, two fantastic teams ended up rematching in the NCAA tournament uh, with a different result. Um, defense completely optional, or yeah. or maybe they were trying their hardest and just nobody could uh, yeah defend Malik or 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 Jackson. So I think uh, yeah, like fantastic. it was funny because the prevailing thought after this game was like, man, this is like this is like an elite eight game. 
And then lo and behold, <laughs> it was. Yeah, um, yeah no, that, that was a fantastic game. Uh, yeah, one of, the, one of the better games this season, I would say. Uh, you know, we all love defense, but like when two teams are just on it on offense, oh, it's so fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. So another game, really well-played game between two great teams. This is also a non-conference game, but it does involve an SEC team. Don't worry. Okay. Um, it, it involves an SEC team in Madison Square Garden. Ooh. Um, that team is not Auburn. Oh. Or South Carolina. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, this game is Florida and Wisconsin, if you remember. Oh. Uh, the, if, oh, my if, goodness. If you go to bed, if you're a person that goes to bed on, you know, a Friday night, like, before maybe, like, 1.30 a.m., you might have missed the end of this game. <laughs> but, who boy, was it was it wild. Uh, so, basically what you had first, you know, we'll just jump to the end of regulation. Florida looks like they're going to win this game. They're, they're up, you know, Wisconsin has one last chance to score. Uh, and then, you know, Wisconsin makes just this beautiful floater uh, to send the game into overtime. Just, you know, Florida's up three. They should have fouled. That's kind of the prevailing wisdom. They didn't. Wisconsin hits the three, uh, sends it to overtime, at that point, it just looks like, man, I don't know, you know, if, if Florida, they, they they really should have in regulation. They let Wisconsin back in the door. Now it's all the wins with Wisconsin. And then this game, Wisconsin scores to, they go, they go to the foul, or, excuse me, yeah, uh, Wisconsin, let me, let me back up. They're in overtime. The game mm-hmm. um, is, Florida's down four. Canyonberry hits two free throws. Um, mm-hmm. you know, his granny shot style, beautiful, always fun to watch. Um, and then inexplicably Wisconsin just finds a wide open guy all the way down the court, just chucks it to him and gets a wide open dunk, uh, or excuse me, sorry, Canyon Barry after hitting the free throws makes a wild game saving block. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, clearly I remember this game, um, makes a wild game saving block off the backboard, just. One of the best blocks I've ever seen. Sorry, LeBron. Uh, really just incredible. <laughs> Looked like the game was over. Canyonberry saves it. And then Chris Chioza um, gets a crazy look at the buzzer a few plays later. Uh, and he runs full court man, and drains it. Like, I don't know how he ran that fast. He was running, like, there were like three seconds left in this game when they threw it in. And he made it all the way to three-point line. It looked like a layup. He was moving so fast. Uh, yeah. But it was a three pointer, uh, one of the one of the just the most fun endings to an NCAA tournament game this year, I would say. Like this game, this game was just awesome. Uh, it's what you want in, in an NCAA tournament game, and uh, Florida delivered it to us. Probably one of the more high, iconic moments at the end of the game. You know, Chris Chioza celebrating with everybody, uh, just really fantastic. So that's my second pick for the game. Uh, really enjoyed watching this one. Awesome. Uh, so my final pick is also an NCAA tournament game, one very close to all of our hearts. Uh, on March 20th, South Carolina beat Duke 88-81. to mm. After trailing <sighs> at halftime by seven, um, you know, not the closest final score. There was no big buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. Uh but this game did feature every SEC fan running around waving their, you know, with, with their shirts off, just <laughs> screaming at the top of their lungs for pretty much the entire second half. Oh, yeah. Um, South Carolina played their their classic, just 
you know, they, they defended almost as well as anyone in the country. Yeah. And they did so for the entirety of this game. And the only reason they didn't completely blow Duke out was uh, poor scoring in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but they were in control in the second half. And at a certain point, it just became clear. Uh, Duke got into foul trouble. Um, a couple of their scorers fouled out. And it became clear that South Carolina, who was in their first Elite Eight uh or was this was this the elite eight uh this no. was the second this round was, this was yeah this was actually earlier okay this is in greenville so uh in the in the second round you know second round of the of uh, the ncaa tournament uh had never really had a ton of of tournament success certainly not recently um was about to beat duke mm. and I don't know. It was it was one of the it was I was I've never been so happy for a team that was not my own team or the Oregon Ducks. <laughs> uh, it was it was incredible. Yeah, I mean, I though the like game ceiling dunk is just going to be imprinted in my memory. You know, yeah. what, just that whole arena rooting for South Carolina it was a mix of South Carolina and North Carolina fans cheering against Duke, um, and just mm-hmm. yeah, like that was just. An incredible, incredible environment for basketball. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely. Like, that's a that's a really good, good final pick there. Um, my final pick, you know, in in a season where there aren't many bright spots for some teams, you know, just it maybe it was it was a, it was an all around okay season, but you know, could have been a lot better. Mm. You got to find the the bright spots when you can, um, mm-hmm. and and. So that bright spot for the Auburn Tigers uh, was beating Alabama at home by twenty. <laughs> That's my final pick. I have to barn a little bit. You, you know, you know me. I have to. You've been, you've been barning all over this podcast. Oh, just, mm, it's been it's been a while since I could barn all over a podcast, so I'm <laughs> doing it now. Uh, yeah, Auburn. Just this game, I was there, and it was just, especially now the season's over. It's just so bizarre to look at this game because this was the game you hit the point in the game where Auburn would do the thing that they did, which was get up big and then let the other team back in it and then lose or maybe barely win at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this, it just didn't happen. You kind of, you're waiting for that moment in the second half. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, there are two minutes left and we're up 20. Um, (laughs) And yeah, it was just, it was just a fun game. Always fun to beat Alabama. Um, And especially by 20, especially in a year where it kind of seemed like, oh, like, you know, the series might be getting away from Auburn a little bit. And then lo and behold, Auburn won and then won again um, over yeah. Alabama. And yeah, it was, this was just a fun game. You know, blowouts sometimes can be kind of boring, but this is, this is one of the more fun blowouts I've, I've been to. Maybe because I'm an Auburn fan, I'm just used to being on the other end of it. But <laughs> uh, that's my final game. Had to barn a little bit. Um, yeah. So, that's our three favorite games. We're going to go to our final, I guess, we, we gave out some awards earlier. We're going to give out one more award. An award we tried to give out last year until my computer broke and I lost all the data. Uh, but it was the student section of the year. Mm. We, we tried to do it scientifically last year. People whined and complained about it because whatever. I don't know why. I guess because they just think their student section is the best when the stats don't show it. Uh, Texas a won last year, if you didn't know. Uh, so this year, we, you know, after much lengthy discussion, 
you know, do, before we announce the winner, do you want to give any like shout outs to any student sections that you thought maybe did pretty good? No, 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 <laughs> not, not what I mean, you know, I, I will say like, you know, there, there were definitely, I feel like this year there were not as many really great student sections. Um, you know, A&M fans still showed up, even though they weren't as good last year. I gotta give them, gotta give them credit for that. Um, shout out to the 10 Missouri students that showed up to games. Oh boy, yeah. Florida is always good. You know, I always gotta give the Rowdy Reptiles a shout out. Florida is, is always a really solid student section. Um, mm-hmm. The jungle was, you know, decent, as always. People were there. <laughs> wear, wear your dang shirts, jungle people. Uh, you know, the the trough at Arkansas, still the best name. Student section. Obviously, Kentucky fans showed up. They barely, I mean, we're, spoiler, Kentucky, you're never going to win this award. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're basically disqualified. <laughs> Any subjective measure of this, you're not ever going to win. Sorry, Kentucky fans. Uh, but we decided this, this award has to go to the Roost at South Carolina. Uh, because, I mean, they showed up and they were loud. Like, I don't remember the last time I watched a South Carolina home game and was like, wow, the student section is really like present. But mm-hmm. I mean, they, you know, they made themselves known this year and I feel like we need to award that. So congrats, congrats to, to the roost. Yay. Yeah. Well done. Did it. Uh, uh, Frank Martin wrote a letter to the, to the students and to the fans of, of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I believe it was before their sweet 16 game. Yep. It was, yep. it was, immediately before either the sweet 16 or the elite eight game um thanking thanking the fans for sticking with the team through the hard years that uh, the three hard years uh, in the past uh you know when they were just not really doing well there's a lot of rebuilding going on um he said uh he at, at times he would uh, he said it, when he first started it was so quiet on the court that he was able to hear cell phone <laughs> conversations people were having in yep. the, by the way this letter is fantastic if you if you haven't oh, yeah. read it you need to go read it um it's it, it brings it will bring a tear to your eye yeah google but just google said, frank he, martin letter you'll probably it's probably the first thing yeah uh but he said he could hear cell phone conversations people were having up in the stands it was so quiet and this is while the game was going on mm-hmm. um and now you know that they are fully behind their team and the their their home record is showing the the support that the fans are giving them um and they are they are a real competitor in as a team in the southeastern conference and also they have a real fan base and um it's been pretty awesome to watch as pretty inspiring for other teams who maybe are still in the midst of their rebuilding i won't name any names um but yeah well deserved and also it's a crime that Frank Martin was not the SEC coach of the year. Yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta mention that. I mean, you know, Mike White did a good job. It's it's tough to win at Florida, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but I mean, really, I don't want to take anything from Mike White, but yeah, I mean, Frank Martin, come on, like he he took South Carolina to it, the it, Final Four. <laughs> like, yeah, you t- yeah. if you had told me, you know, in the last ten years, like, oh, there's gonna be a coach in a few years gonna take south carolina to the final four and he won't even be sec coach of the year <laughs> can, we, can we just make frank martin like honorary sec basketball fever cast coach of the year can we oh yeah do that? we're just gonna award it to him yep 
consider it awarded. All right, yeah, put it on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> Somebody out there, go go edit it, put it on there. Um, yeah, so Craig Martin, good job. I mean, yeah, just um, yeah. I mean, I guess we can transition. Just kind of you know, final thoughts here. We don't want to run too long with this episode, this finale, as much as I'd like to, because I, I don't I don't want basketball season to be over. Yeah, I mean, once we stop, it's it's really that's the end. Yeah, you won't hear anything until I don't know whenever we decide to start. <laughs> whenever that is, uh, yeah, if we remember, yeah, we might just forget. Who knows? <laughs> if if we don't come back next year, it's just because we forgot. We our, our alarms are just blaring in our rooms, and we're just asleep. So <laughs> someone come wake us up. Um, yeah, I don't. So, do you have any like final thoughts on the season? Like, what did you did you have fun? enjoy it i did i had a lot of fun um i I spoke a little bit about we we talked a little bit about like the prognosis for the sec in our last episode Mm. um but just as a fan i think this is this was one of the best sec seasons i've uh, been a part of and i think there's a lot of reason to be really excited about next season and the seasons after that i mean if you just look at what has happened to south carolina if Mm. your team is one of the ones that hasn't been to the uh, tournament in a while or hasn't had a Sweet 16 in a while or let alone a Final Four. Um, there, are, there are several bright spots in the SEC that where really good recruiting is happening, good coaches have come in, good young coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the quality of basketball in the SEC is really improving. And it's just going to get more and more fun. So I'm, I'm really excited about next season. I'm excited about all the seasons after that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, kind of going off what you said, like just looking at, you know, this this season I think was one of the most fun and we've had in a while, especially there at the end. I mean, the the tournament just was fantastic, you know. Mm-hmm. We, did, we didn't even dr- bother dreaming that it would go the way it did. Yeah. Uh, three SEC teams making the Elite Eight and stuff. And then you look, you know, you look at the conference, you look at like the middle, you know, lower side of the conference. I mean, mostly pretty new coaches. Mostly extremely young teams. I mean, look at Tennessee, look at Auburn, look at uh, Mississippi State. Extremely young teams. And then look at recruiting. I mean, you know, obviously Auburn, you got Alabama, you got uh, Mississippi State still recruiting really well. Um, and then Missouri, look at what they're doing. I mean, Missouri, was, it's been the worst team for several years now. And, you know, they signed the number one player in the country. Uh, mm-hmm. And just that to me is incredible that, like, you know, we're, we're getting to the point. I think the next couple of years are going to be a lot of fun. So, as much, as much fun as this year was, just watching everybody, and like it was kind of like, I don't know, watching your baby's first steps or whatever in the tournament. It's like finally some fruit from, you know, all this all this labor that a lot of people, so many people that really care, have put into making this conference better than it has been, and I think we're finally seeing that, uh, which is really exciting. Um, as someone that's watched the SEC, you know, since I was young, you know, back in the '90s, so. Yeah, I mean this. Uh, I'm I'm really excited. I really enjoyed this year, though. Uh, shout out to South Carolina for proving that anyone can do it. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. we all need that. But if South Carolina can make the Final Four, so can your team. I promise. <laughs> uh, except maybe Auburn. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Auburn can make it too. Um, so yeah, you know, South Carolina may as well believe Florida. It seems that it's good to have Florida back. After a few years, you know, Florida, we just, we need Florida to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're just, they're just one of those staples. Kentucky's just, I mean, they're Kentucky. 
Um, Arkansas, you know, Arkansas doing well, Vanderbilt doing well. That's always good for the SEC. And then everybody else is picking up the slack a little bit. Um, so next year, 14 teams better make it. This is the one. This is yeah. the year. So calling it now. We're going to get 14 in. All right. I'm writing that down. That's your first <laughs> prediction yep. for next season. That's a serious prediction. You okay, can book good. it. Put, put all your money on it. Go I think ahead, I can win this year. Tell them, tell them Carter sent you. When you go put that money on the uh, on 14 teams making it. Um, so, yeah, if you don't have anything else, I guess we'll sign off for the last time for a little bit. I don't have anything else. Nice. Well, if you didn't know, you can find us at SoundCloud.com slash FeverCast or wherever you listen to podcasts, be it iTunes, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, tweet at us on Twitter at FeverCast. You know, it's going to be a long off season. We're just going to be sitting there in our in our just like underground bunker of basketball with nothing to do. So send us stuff, send us your thoughts. Uh, be sure to tell us that my team was better than Williams. Um, <laughs> don't, if, if you think the anything otherwise, don't even bother. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's see. Twitter at Fevercast. Um, yeah, be sure to like the show, rate the show, subscribe to it, tell all your friends, get them ready for next season. Uh, we're gonna have some exciting stuff for next season. I think that I'm cooking up. So, Either I'll get that done or it'll just be the same thing it's always been. So both of those are great. So I'm really excited be excited for that. Um, yeah, anything you want to say before we sign off? Nope. Looking forward to next year. All right. Well, see you guys in the fall, I guess. See you in the fall. Peace. <laughs>